What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Change Book Radio Show, global insight and inspiration for life and business. We're brought to you by the fastest growing personal development book series in the world titled The Change. And I'm your host and voice, Stacey Carnaluti, transformational leader and coach, international best-selling author, and founder of High Powered Success Academy and StaceyC.com, The Power to Be. Welcome to The Change. Hey friends, this is Stacey Cornelutti, Stacey C, and I want to welcome you to the show today. We have got a treat for you. Brooke Bone has been doing yoga since 1998, but she founded Holy Yoga Global in 2006, and she trains yoga instructors, 95, 225, and 500-hour certification program she has, and she facilitates education. She's just doing incredible work in the world right now, so I am so blessed and, and just honored to have her on the show today. She's got all kinds of amazing things to share with us and, and to re- just really reiterate why we all need to have a yoga practice in our lives. So welcome to the show, Brooke Boone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. You're so welcome. We have so much to talk about, but let's start just kind of by having you tell us who you are. Who is Brooke Boone? <laughs> who is Brooke Boone? <laughs> who is Brooke Boone today? I don't know. Let me like, I think, think God I already checked in this morning, so I think I know oh, who boy. I am today. Um, <laughs> um, I uh, was born and raised in Tucson. I make my home in uh, Phoenix, which makes me a native of Arizona. Uh, which is, is, we're actually a rare breed. So native of Arizona, I live in Phoenix and the suburb of Phoenix and love it here. I have an 18-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 13-year-old, two boys and a girl. And I started this thing called Holy Yoga about 12, well, I guess we're coming up on 13 years ago. Um, and I just, I uh, was a yogini way before I was a Christian. And when I came to faith, I realized, um, wow, this is where it is. This is uh, really powerful for me. It's a tool that I've really um, grown with. And so I thought, I'm just crazy enough to think that maybe I can teach other people to do it. So that happened 13 years ago. And here we are, um, you know, chugging yeah. along. <laughs> Doing a really good work. Years. Brooke Boone is strong and fierce and tenacious and courageous. And I just, um, you know, that's what I've learned about you in the short time that I met. I I saw you online and I thought, I'm going to reach out to this amazing person. And I just, um, I'm so impressed with what you're doing. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. So why don't you just (laughs) give us like a, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Yoga, let's start with just yoga, and then we'll, we'll bring the holy part um, into the picture. But tell us a little bit about where your yoga, you know, practice started. What is yoga to you? Mm-hmm. Why did you start the practice and mm-hmm. all of that? Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could say to you it was like some, some really spiritual thing, um, but <laughs> I liked yoga, and I was thought I could do a yoga studio, and I, you know, a lot of vanity in it. I, I went and got trained when I was 20. Three, gosh, I'm trying to think. 
24, whatever, it doesn't matter. But um, it was, you know, sexy and upcoming and I could do a studio and I thought I had an opportunity to write my first book um, in that era. And so I just thought, well, I, I could use a career. So I guess this might be it. And so I went and did all of that. Um, and then I, you know, my life completely imploded. I had a studio. It was great. Wrote my first book, had my was married. What was, uh, had, on? what was the book title? It's the called oh, it's called the Hatha Yoga Illustrated, and it, oh. I co-authored it with a gentleman named Martin Kirk, and oh. it's been translated, I believe, into thirteen languages. It's a really, it's a manual, really, a book that has been wildly successful. Uh, we certainly use it in all of our training with Holy Yoga Global, but um, yeah, so it was my first one, and so I did oh. that, and I, uh, you know, but my life imploded, and. Um, then yoga became for me what um, I guess it became holy. I guess you know it was a, it was a time set apart when um, I needed I needed a time out from my life. It was going nowhere fast. Um, it imploded. It was you know, I walked into a church. I stole a Bible. I mean I got a whole I got a whole story. Right? We don't have enough time. Uh, but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I was took my practice. <laughs> yeah, took my practice off the. You know, back onto my mat, I stopped doing yoga once I, you know, walked into relationship with Christ. I, you know, I would say, I too can Google. And I was a little afraid that I couldn't do yoga and do Jesus at the same time. And so I didn't for a while. And then I came back to my mat. And what I realized, um, yoga, yoga, yoga became yoga for me at that point, you know, before it was business and it was the book and it was, you know, my career path kind of thing as young mom and newly married and you know, just making it work. And in that time, I realized that what I was reading in the word of God or what I was being influenced by in terms of my relationship with God was um, magnified on my mat now. Uh, like what I was learning, what I had knowledge in was, you know, my mat became a place of wisdom seeking, of tent meeting, of, you know, being seen by God and also electing to be seen. And so it became a holy practice because it was set a, it was a time set aside where I just explored, you know, he would, he would tell me what to do, but then I felt like when I was on my mat, he would tell me where to do it. Mm-hmm. So I knew what to do, but there was this equipping piece in the practice. And I think there's something really profound. We can talk about this later with a few yoga, but there's something really profound about um, the kinetic expression of the body. You have to get your body involved. Um, so anyway, it became a place for me. And like I said, you know, when you asked me, I just, I was tenacious enough and, um, you know, crazy enough, I'll say (laughs) to believe that I could start, you know, a training school and we were at 4,500 instructors later, something like that. I mean, we have an, we have an incredible, we're doing incredible work, have an incredible impact. Um, but it really came from this place of something, something happens here, something holy is happening and I can only teach what I know so I just started teaching what I knew of that place and um, and and so here we are so that's uh I think that was the answer to the question of yoga um I don't know like for somebody for somebody who's never done yoga um would you say that it's breath is it connection to breath is it connection Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. to self to god well there's three yeah, there's three components, like there's three pillars of the yoga practice. So everyone thinks of yoga as the physical, which of course there's absolutely that. Um, but it's equally important. The meditation is equally important. It's the second pillar. And then the third pillar is the pranayama or the breath, the breath of life. Okay. So okay. it's saying um, I'm using the postures as a physical manifestation or um, 
offering, if you will, like to Mm -hmm. meditation and breath. So the breath is really the thing that's in control because that's, it's the breath of life. And so it's the breath of prana or whatever, whatever tradition you're in. It is the most important part without it. There's nothing. And then there's Mm -hmm. the meditation and actually the asana comes last in terms of the importance um, I think Western goes to the importance of the asana first. It's okay. You know, you got an hour to work out. Is it going to be effective? Um, yeah. I would say that yoga is more of a work in. It is appropriate for the body, but it does the work of the inside, which actually manifests better on the outside anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. a work in more than it is a workout um, in terms of yoga. I also say if there's any, you know, give it six times. You know, it doesn't feel good to hold your. Right. I mean, even holding yourself silent mm-hmm. is not comfortable. I mean, it doesn't even yeah. have to be about the asana. It can be just about the meditation and the allowance of the breath that can be very uncomfortable for people. So, you know, I would just say lean in, commit to six times. And I think at either before or at least by six times, um, you're going to like it. But I think people quit before they give it a shot. So. Totally, totally. I make the people yeah. that sign up for my um, classes as well. There's three minimum on the bike. I teach spin classes and it hurts, mm-hmm. you know, but after, for some reason after the third ride, it's like your body figures it out. But six times is so good. I remember, um, and asana means posture. So just for the people that posture. don't know what that word means. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. But the breath yeah. and the meditation and the posture, I, uh, when I do yoga, I, I, I remember those moments of, you know, brand new people that have never done it before and having them go into a headstand or a tripod where their head has to be placed onto the mat and they're holding themselves up with their arms or their hands and, and their abs. But that the fear that they have to overcome to even get into yeah. that place. So it's so integrated. We are such integrated beings. And I love the way that yoga reveals all of the fears and the um, imbalances and the idiosyncrasies between or the misalignments, you know, that keep us from that true like freedom that we have when we're aligned with truth. So it's just so okay. deep and so amazing. And I love that you get to go there. Yeah. You know, you get to go mm. there. So many people that are um just coming on board because what you speak is is just pure pure truth. Just thank you. Just thank you. That's absolutely that's yeah. generous. It's generous, yeah. especially after the season I've been in. I think we all have seasons, right? And uh, Bill yeah. Johnson says that you're either advancing in battle or you're advancing in rest, but either way you're advancing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, it's been a season of battle, you know? And, yeah. and so I'm grateful for the season of rest. I'm grateful that the battle, the shadow, the, that it gave me contour mm-hmm. and text, you know, depth mm-hmm. and dimension to my face. And so and to my ability to teach a great yoga class, you know, like yeah. I feel I have, I've been in a process of feeling in my body in really deep and profound ways. So now I get to teach from a different space even there. So it's been, right. um, thank you. I receive what you're saying because it feels mm-hmm. like truth to me. And so oh, yeah. I guess, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. so thank you. I have no doubt that your, um, you know, those times when you get to bring all of these instructors together like how intense the healing is and the restoration and the tears and yeah. just oh my gosh so inspiring real it's true thank you it, it is it's real it's real i can thank feel you. it just on the videos you know on your website so you guys got to check thank out you. brooklyn at holyyoga.net you can you can see a lot of what she's um doing in the world and get involved there's newsletters and all yes, kinds of stuff please. happening but yeah let me go back to um 
the sacrifice, you know, you're presenting <laughs> your body as a living sacrifice as the founder, as the, as the trainer, as the leader, the CEO of this company. It's not a joke. It, it's absolutely no mm-hmm. joke. And so you have to be supported through all of that. And you have committed mm-hmm. to running your race for sure. But all of the messes, you know, the messages that come from this place, that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Your trainings are delivered with so much life. <laughs> Well, it's true. You know, we're all always connected to the vine, right? So it's interesting because, um, yeah, it is a it's a living, breathing mechanism. And you know, we we went through a challenging uh, reorganization. I don't know that reorganizations can ever not be challenging, but I feel like we had an extra dose of challenge uh, yeah. given to us. And so, um, you know, we're a different company. We're a different. Um, yeah, last year, last like yeah, like in the last eighteen months, we're actually on the other side of it, and it feels really, really good. Um, awesome. Like that whole battle rest thing. So I think we're definitely in it. But, um, but uh, oh shoot, see, I told you this happens to me. What was I just saying? <laughs> I told you, I warned you. You you kind of just went you. through a season of battle, and now you're in a place of rest, and you're you're up. You you kind of up leveled. It sounds like right. But your so question, um, yeah. But your question, but the question was, shoot, I'm sorry. I know our the life that uh, you what bring to the company, so the, the life changing. that you bring. Yeah. Because, so yeah. we're not the same. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we're yeah. not the same company as we were a year ago or two years mm-hmm. ago, and so you know. I, I think what's great about what we've established in terms of our community is they're they're willing to let us move in flexibility and grace as the spirit leads. We haven't mm-hmm. um, we have never said we know it all. We have said we're following after the Lord, and mm-hmm. so we've got this great community that goes. We trust you to follow after the Lord, and mm-hmm. sometimes that means pivoting. Sometimes that means changing something. Sometimes that means a lot of grace with technology. Right. Amen. Like there, there are a number of things that that requires, but our community is so like knows that we really seek and yield to the Lord. And so they're very flexible with us as we move and shift. And, you know, we don't come off the the core values of who we are, but sometimes the way that we administer things or the way that we talk about things or changes that need to be made, they're flexible and, um, Mm -hmm. and great. So yes, there is a lot of life in them because in the trainings, because we really are, we really are committed to the breath and committed to like immediate wisdom and not for later, but for now. Oh, that's so awesome. I was just talking about folding time, you know, in the spirit, there is no time. So we don't have to be in process for 10 years. You know, we get to step into the healing and the restoration and that's a miracle. Like that's, that is the miracle that can happen in, you know, one revelation. I was going to ask you, you know, since the name of the company is holy yoga, do you come against religious spirits that would be trying to keep you from the liberation that, you know, you're, you're doing some total work of freedom in the the world. Do you, (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh my gosh Girl, you know? I don't know why he made me for battle but dang <laughs> yeah. yeah from the get-go you know um right. it was you know all the religious folk up front and then mm-hmm. you've got um all you know it, it, I remember like I don't like myself to Jesus okay like rare, rarely do we do that but I remember being very aware that he had no place to put his head and I felt like oh, the first yes. you know 10 years because I, I wasn't yoga enough mm-hmm. and I wasn't Jesus enough. And so oh, it was right. really about like, what am I? And so right. for a long time, Holyoke kind of wrapped around what is Brooke. And then we moved in. I never wanted to be a leader centric, like 
uh, model. I didn't want to be a celebrity in it. I didn't want it to be about me. And just in this new season, and it, and it wasn't really, truly. I mean, we gave platform to everybody. But the Lord has, has told me in this season, the, the, the mission, the movement needs a leader, and it needs a voice, mm-hmm. and it's yours. And so yeah. there's a new season of me kind of stepping into the gift of, of what that is. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of negative. Lot, I mean, still a lot of religious uh, religiosity um, in a right. number of different denominations is tough. Um, mm-hmm. But you know we know who we are, and we're we're like so grateful. We're like if you don't if we're not for you, bless you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we don't need totally. to be for you. It's cool. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I think, so uh, glad that you stepped up. Yeah, yeah less attachment totally. to that, and what people think is has been paramount to changing. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's talk about Hatha, um, Ashtanga, Ashtanga, Iyengar, Bikram, you know, all yeah. of it, Yin, Kundalini. Okay. Like, what are the differences? Give us a little yoga. Oh gosh. Here. Okay. Well, let's see. I'm gonna get out my book because I'm like, let me make sure I'm representing. Um, here's what <laughs> yoga is. It is a. <laughs> it's true. Um, but it is a. Uh, Tradition passed down from teacher to student. So what's great about um, a great teacher is that they will impart to you something maybe in a, in a singular tradition, but not necessarily um, programmatic to that guru because each teacher in yoga becomes a guru themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. You cannot teach what you do not know. So yoga, great yoga teachers want to really know and experience for themselves so that they can teach it. So um, it does. So there's a number of different traditions, what you're asking me about here, um, that, that are styles of yoga. But yoga teachers will always inherit all of their influences and kind of combine them. They should be doing oh, that. So it. these okay. are methods. So there are, there are certain um, – I have a number of different trainings. but So there are certain dynamics of all of these different styles that I've honed and brought into my own practice. And that has now become uh, kind of the holy yoga way or brand because oh. that's what I teach. But we always instruct our instructors to teach what you know to be true. Use your own language, hone your own voice. So our our training basically like supports their own languaging. So I just want to kind of give that – um, out there because every teacher is going to be a little bit different and they should be. What you're asking me about is styles of yoga. And okay. so um, we'll start with all, all physical postures are um, called hatha. It's one of the eight limbs of yoga. And hatha means movement, right? So the actual physical expression. So all of these kinds of yoga are hatha in their root because they're rooted in the physical so they're all, um, yeah, they're all parts. Um, so you asked me about Ashtanga yoga, and Ashtanga yoga is a series. They have a primary series. They have one, two, and three, and it is a, um, a specific regimen that people go through and are exposed to, and it is a deeply, um, um, well, very, very difficult um, okay. to practice, and it's, it's deeply devoted, a lot of strength and a lot of power, a lot of all of the things that you see when you see people jump through their hands and have these incredible light uh, practices where they, that is all pr- primarily, not all, but primarily that's going to be an Ashtanga-based 
So it's okay. a very strong, it's a, but it's a method. So there's a sequence to it, the primary series or the series, and they have all these different aspects to it. So that's Ashtanga. Um, Anusara was started by a gentleman named John Friend, which he, they don't associate with John Friend any longer, but he's the one who popularized it. And it is a very anatomically focused, like very granular in its um, cueing so that there's a lot of sensation in the practice. So very heavy on the emphasis of alignment, but it's hatha too. It can be a level one, it can be a power, it can be a yin. And those practices, those uh, gentle, those those levels of classes can be found in any of the different varieties of, of styles. So Anusara is very granular in terms of its vocabulary um, and they're really they want to speak to the sensation of what you're having so that's that's the ultimate for an Anyasara kind of experience okay so there's that um, Bikram um, I think uh, or hot yoga Bikram yoga is a kind of the the origin of all the hot yoga practices there's a number of different I go to a hot yoga studio here in Phoenix called radiate and they have a specific sequence that is that is the sequence. That's what you do every single class. But they've kind of made their own, you know, thing. But uh, the original hot yoga was a Bikram yoga. And it's 26 postures. Um, it's practiced in, you know, ex- extreme heat and a lot of humidity, so a lot of sweat, um, which they have great – it has great um, – you know, principles, it sh- I, do I think it should be your only practice when doing yoga? Probably not. I think it's great. I, I always pepper it into my practice, but it's not the, the only practice that I do. Um, so I would, I would just, that, I just want to throw that caveat in there. Mm-hmm. But um, hot, okay. so hot yoga is 26 postures. You do every single posture twice, and that's the practice. There's a specific sequence. And so, you know, there's all the variations, you know, across the board now with just you know, really great hot yoga studios doing teacher trainings and kind of making their own thing going. Um, and then holy yoga um, or yin yoga is just embracing the subtlety. So it's very um, uh, like like the the opposite of doing. It is the receiving. And I think a good yin, I, I think every instructor should be yin certified so that they can incorporate aspects into a practice because it really truly is full when you can activate in a yin type of way and that yin energy. It's like the shadow or the feminine to the heat and the masculine of an active practice. So okay. um, holy yoga, in turn, has all of those. <laughs> all of those influences right we are not a method practice um but we are a very sensational very directive very uh hold space lots of meditation lots of breath work a lot of uh, adjustment or you know articulation adjustments and sensational cues so so those are my influences so holy is sort of a hodgepodge of pretty much all of that. I think you're going to experience a little bit of all challenge and rest and relaxation and receiving and also, you know, learning about your body and how the mechanics of it work. So there's a number of different styles, um, but those are pretty much the primary ones that you would run into or, or at least uh, find teachers who are, are uh, educated in one of those lineages. Got it. Got it. So good. So good. And then why do you put your thumb and, and four finger, index finger together? 
They are mean? just they're called mudras. They're called mudras, and there there's a number of different mudras. But the the idea is that you are an energetic body, and that your body knows how to regulate its energy. And by bringing the the fingertips together, you create circuits. They're called mudras, and mudra mm-hmm. in in Sanskrit means seal. So it's almost making an energetic seal in your uh, vibrational being, in your unseen mm-hmm. being, and it just helps to clarify and makes connections deeper than the recesses of the brain. What's incredible about what I'm saying to you is that there's science to concretely back up what what this ancient system, you know, thought mm-hmm. might be working, just simply by mm-hmm. sensing the subtleties of the body. Uh, which I love, and I think that's what yoga is really about, is being able to touch into the subtleties. You know, yes. we're, we're, <laughs> we're more of what's unseen than we are what's seen. You know, there's yes. more to our being, you know. We're 10% tangible and 90% intangible, and in my own estimation. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. So, um, so very important. And this is the piece about why we need – to have a yoga practice in our life, especially as Christians, you know, um, yeah, is just sure. kind of like the missing link, connecting with the energetic, the energetics of our faith and, and our being. Um, yeah. And God, you know, all of it, our faith, our belief, all of it is, um, is being worked out right here in this practice. It's just so important. So speak to that, yeah. you know, why do we all need yoga? What is it? What yeah. Is and I think it's that, it's that, um, you know, in our theology, in, in my theology, it would be I'm supposed to love God with my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to, to love him with all the facets of my being. And so this yoga practice, uh, but not unique to yoga. So I want to say whatever you do, do it unto the glory of God. Do it with all of your heart, all of your soul, mm-hmm. all of your mind. So if you are hiking the Himalayas, if you are hiking, if you are running in the grass with your kid in the backyard today, if you are walking to the grocery, whatever you do, do it unto the Lord. There has mm-hmm. to be a place in everybody's life where there's a discipline of coming together, heart, soul, mind, and strength. So whatever the discipline is, we have to bring the wholeness of ourselves to that discipline because mm-hmm. that's, where, that's where the money is, right? That's where mm-hmm. the, the life is. That's where the wisdom is. That's where the presence is. That's where, the divi- that's where God is. Yeah? That's where God yes. is, right? And so... You have a you have a, a situation like I I obviously have an affinity for yoga so for me that practice of being you know there's three pillars meditation or breath work, um, you know meditation and then this physical expression it's like those are three three components that the Bible is very clear about and my theology yeah. supports you know meditating my theology supports dependency on the breath and life and recognizing that I come from something greater than myself. And I need something greater than myself. Not that I just come from or going to, but I need that. I need a connection. I need that. And then the physical is I'm aware that my physical, tangible body holds things. When I experience trauma or letdown or all the things on, that are fractured and, and hard and terrible on the side of glory, that my body is a house for those things. And so I have a responsibility to take the breath and to take the mind that I is clear and true and invite what I know to be true into my physical being. And I think in that practice of the kinetic experience is the real encounter because I, the, the, you know, I, I grew up, I'll, I'll give you an example just quickly, um, abandoned, 
I, I never met my father, my biological father, never. I remember sitting and waiting for him to come and he never came, right? So lockdown way deep in my being was the sense of abandonment. Well, until I cannot, I cannot get at a pre-verbal problem with my counselor using words. I had Mm -hmm. to, I had to leave space for my, my breath and my mind to go to the places of my body in order that that could be reconciled. So there's something deeply important about a place that we tend to the body, you know, and then, and then our Western culture is I'm going to beat the body. Mm. So you got to embrace the body. The body (laughs) has been beaten enough. Amen. And so like, it's about, it's about going back in compassion with your mind and your breath and, and, really allowing your body to, to be healed and to be seen and to be understood and to be embraced. And so yeah. that for me, why does everyone need a yoga practice is because we are very fragmented individuals. We mm-hmm. have the capacity to unify within ourselves and, but it's a discipline and it's something that needs to hit those three. You need to have your mind renewed. You need to have your breath renewed and you need to have your body renewed. So whatever you're doing, I mean, it could be sitting in, you know, the infrared sauna doing your meditation and your breathing. That's great. That's enough. But whatever it is, we need to holistically integrate and, and click into, you know, God to something greater than ourselves. Yeah. So as triune beings, body, soul, spirit, that's what we're talking about here. Do you, would you agree mm-hmm. with the statement that wholeness is holiness? Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, we don't know wholeness apart from the holiness of of Mm. the whole. Like the power of God is whole and complete. It's not lacking in anything. We are, you know, fragments of the power. We are not the power, but the power indwells us. The power Mm -hmm. allows, the power wants to, the power collects, the power completes, Mm. the power. But we are not the power. We have to, I always say, um, I remember literally saying this to God, like if, if this is all there is, if it's just me, kill me now, right? Yeah. Like if the, if the wisdom stops with me or if this right. is all there is, like, please mm-hmm. kill me now, right? Yeah. Like I want something greater than myself. Yeah. I want something bigger than myself to be creating something bigger than myself because I right. only have the capacity to build for myself, but right. he has capacity right. to build for anything. So yeah. my – that's the kind of practice. That's why yoga matters. That's why the yoking, the coming together, heart, soul, mind, and strength matters. And, but again, there's nothing, you know, everyone, everyone is without excuse because mm-hmm. they can do anything they want. It doesn't have to be yoga. It just happens to be yoga for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, you think about thought, like where there, there has to be a source for thought. I mean, that's where it all begins. Like nothing that yeah. just even, you know, it all started with a thought. So where do the thoughts come? So did not to deny the source of this power that you're talking about that brings us to the holiness, which is the wholeness. It's, it's, it is outside, you know, it's like there, there's something way Mm -hmm. beyond um, ourselves. So connecting to that is everything. It's everything. So I, I believe that we were created before we birthed. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I believe that there yes. was an imprint of shalom. So we were created in the image of whole and power. Mm-hmm. And we're going back to whole and power. But it's mm-hmm. this place of living and the mm-hmm. disjointedness of there, you know, when, when we're supposed to, when, when, when 
fragments inside of ourselves have been identified, it means that we're going to need this higher thing, this more thing in all of those areas, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Like God is able to intersect all of those places. And it does, it, it, that is the leveling up, right? That's the level up because you just go, wow, like I have an awareness that's beyond myself. And that doesn't mean it's for someone else. It's for you. It's for your life, but it's from beyond. It's right. wiser than you could ever hope for or imagine. Right. It's smarter. Yeah. You, you, you know it's not you because you're not that smart kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, so that, that's, that's what we want to do is cultivate a discipline that holds space for that kind of level up. And that's not yeah. put your hand to the plow to level up. That's no. open up your palm and level right. up. Amen. Yeah, it's Amen. different. <laughs> Yeah. So we are here for, you know, I've thought about this so often, like, okay, when we finally have detached from everything that we can see, taste, touch, hear, and feel, then we're ready to leave this body and move on to to that next place. But so what would you say is the reason for our being here in this time and space on this earth right now? You know, we've all been sent for a for a purpose of so what would you yeah, say? Yeah, I think I think that everyone's purpose in creation is to give God glory. Everything testifies to the glory of God because he is the creator. So I would say that's it. Whether you believe in Christ or not, that doesn't it's inconsequential. You are still made as a reflection of the glory. He is life. So if you're living, you are a reflection of life. So whether you choose to participate or not, doesn't negate the truth of who God is. It doesn't diminish his godness, but it's your great get to, right? Yeah. It's your great get to. <laughs> you can I love choose to that. elect in. And so I think it is a, I think we are all here to bring glory to God. And I think that when <laughs> Christian folk and unchristian folk alike realize that that's the, that is the ultimate freedom that is the ultimate freedom to be in, to be shrouded in glory that's beyond your own. You know, Bill Johnson always says that what you create in your own strength, you have to maintain in your own strength. Yeah. And it's like, okay. I don't, I don't want to create my own strength. And I don't want to maintain. That just seems like a grind. Right. Like I made right. for more than the grind. Right. Yeah. So I think that it's, um, I think it's that. I think it's partnership. I think it's discipline. I think it's obedience. I think it's, all the things that my 20-year-old self, like, rebuked God for. Do you know what I mean? Like, my, like when I was in full-blown rebellion, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I would never. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you that I am hemmed in because being outside of the pen is, is tough. It's tough when you're left to your own devices. We're not capable of making good decisions without, um, without something bigger than ourselves, unfortunately. So. Amen. But I do think it's to bring glory to God. And I think our testimony does that. You know, I think yeah. our story, our story lacks, but our testimony doesn't. And and what I mean by that is like, sometimes we get lost in our own story. And mm-hmm. I think that when you are in, when you have an encounter with God, something shifts inside of you and that becomes your testimony. Yeah. So it's the encounter that becomes a testimony and the testimony is really effective. The story. Okay. Yeah. The testimony yeah. Uh, the transformation, the what I learned, I don't care what your faith tradition, you're right. getting a testimony through your entire life. The degree in which you embrace it is up to you. 
but you can you have real opportunity to have a testament testimony testimony is much more powerful than uh, than story yeah that's so Mm -hmm. good that's so good it's the spirit of prophecy it is the actual power that uh, we can bring you know to the earth it's it's so crazy so let's talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about that kind of the dark night of the soul or that turning point do you Mm -hmm. remember (laughs) where you were (laughs) You're about to yeah, last night or your jail sale last, no, last, last night. And there are many. This is so you. good. It doesn't just have Jesus to happen so once, many. right? Oh, <laughs> my God. So like, God. St. John of the Cross. Why don't you say it was on repeat? Like, why don't you tell the truth? My God. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, God, those things are wretched. You know, they're just wretched. And I feel like the more you're advancing, the more you're stepping into your gifts, the more glory you're bringing God that a lot of those turmoil things come up for you again, the old things, yes. the yes. phantom things, the things that want to remind you that you're not free or somehow tell you a new narrative. And so the, the dark night I think is, is one um, I've had a lot of them, my divorce, uh, terrible. That was a season of dark nights. Um, then my, you know, dealing with my own shame and what was holding me back. And, you know, there's a lot in there, you know? And uh, so I think, the dark night is, is in a, it should not be avoided. I think people do a lot of, I think the origin of, you know, addiction and idolatry, the spirituality, at least of addiction and idolatry is trying to fill that void, trying not to, to experience that. Um, yeah. To go there and to, to enter in, but it's in those places of darkness and in that shadow that actually draws about your contour that actually creates your specific fragrance. And when you're pressed, when you're, um, when you cry out, you know what I mean? Like all of those darker places create contour of your being. Mm -hmm. And so you, me, anyone in the universe is going to need their creator in a specific way. It's not uniform. Your encounter should not be my encounter. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, the dark night is, it's, it's the most vital part of spiritual formation or maturation at all in my estimation. Now, do I want to run into them? No. Okay. Let me just say that. No, I'm running in the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. right? Because nobody wants to be seen. Actually, it's our greatest desire to be seen and to be known and to be loved. And that's what happens in the throne room of grace. But we are absolutely sure that our shame is so high in our narrative that we're sure God is mad at us. We can't possibly get in there. And I think that's the get in there is the dark night. Uh, but it's it's incredibly formulating. I mean, I think it's a make or break. I mean, um, I think some of the greatest leaders find themselves in those moments. I know I've had, I've had find myself moments in those deeper yeah. places. And, yeah. and I think that, I think what, what I'm bringing out the story of my own transformation and, you know, the, the, when the light comes, it transposes the darkness. So you get in the darkness and the light will transpose it. And so you get out of there healed and clean and, um, and, and more capable uh, to do that thing called glory that we were actually created for. So I think, yeah. you know, dark night sucks. Nobody wants to do it. I think it's the most transformative place. Um, and you will go kicking and screaming every single time. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what people need to know. It's not like, I, I would say like, who's skipping? Who's skipping? Nobody's skipping. 
Nobody is totally. skipping. People are clawing yeah. in the opposite direction, hanging on to anything, right? So they, ran, they, like, ran through shoes already because they've been running yeah. so fast away from it. You we know? just and don't I, know, like, the brain. Yeah, we don't, we don't know the light that we carry until we're in the dark place, right? We have no idea, and I think right. that that is what the, you know, bottom line is that we so fear the power that we carry, but we don't know that it's there until we get into these big dark places where there's no more grid anymore. We can't see A and B and C and yeah. it's like nothing. There's no lines, no signposts, nothing. We're just, it's pitch black and nothing. nothing. We say, let there, let there be light is what we've been called to proclaim. And, and that's where we do it best. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And I think you can't rush it. Well, you know, one of my no. favorite songs is, one of my favorite songs darkest. is by a guy named Trevor Hall, and he says you can't tr- you can't rush your healing, mm-hmm. and you can't you can't. And sometimes the dark night is a dark week or a dark mm-hmm. you know when you're wrestling. You know he didn't wrestle mm-hmm. he wrestled all night long. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that and he's still left maimed. I think that's the thing is that we go oh we wrestled with God and somehow no you leave changed. God doesn't leave changed. Amen. Yeah. So however long, oftentimes you want, I mean, what is he, he doesn't change. He knows no. what's best for you, That's but great. you leave change. Yeah. You have a new name. You have a new awareness. You have a new, something inside of you broke off and elevated. That's, yes. you know, that, that, yeah. so yeah. Well, I could talk about energy That's forever. Good. So my favorite. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's so everything. It's, it's everything. Thank you. Oh my yeah. gosh. Hello, hello darkness. Great. My old friend, I've come to speak with you again. That's an old classic, right? Yeah. Um, that's yeah. really old. But um, I, I no, really I love those that. lyrics I love popped that last year to me when I was, I was writing about this. This is so profound. I love it. So this is what yeah. changes the tra- 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 trajectory of our life uh, are, are these times. Yeah. Where finally we realize, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, sure. what's in me. Yeah, we have Yeah, what is in me? Yeah. Yeah, what is in me? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually um real I'm like front row and center to that in someone in my life right now. Mm-hmm. And uh and you know, I I was for a while fighting for my place in that in that realm or whatever and then I realized just with the with you know, wisdom is like my job here is to support. It's not about me. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's um like I can't make a dark season about me. If I love mm-hmm. somebody in my life, I'm going to let them have their moments and support and encourage, yeah. um, but not take it on. I think both, you know, not take yeah. it on in any way, right. like staying free of it, you know, and letting people yeah. really like journeying come alongside, but don't, don't take over, like let yeah. them go into their darker places because that's yeah. where they're formulated. That's where they're formed and fashioned. So I just want to be encouraging to anybody, whether you're in your own or walking someone through it, to let the process be. Don't try and rescue, especially if you got kids, right? Mm. Like that's a hard one to watch your kids go through a dark season and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to stay right here and pray. So yeah. don't take anything personally in those right. seasons. Yeah. Amen. So important. Our mm-hmm. paths are so important. Don't cut the cocoon open, right? Because that's how we get our wings. No, God have mercy. No, exactly. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I I was going to ask you if you have any tips for beginners or those who are desiring to deepen their connection to God, self, others, to their body, whatever. Um, there's so much happening here, but 
where do we start? <laughs> such a, it's such a shameless <laughs> plug, it seems, but I'm going to totally suggest Holy Yoga TV. And yeah. not because, uh, not because I'm, I'm pushing anything, but because it's an incredible uh, service. It's 10 bucks yeah. a month. You have access to all these incredible instructors. It's so life-giving. The yoga is incredible, but the, the word, the prayer, the community, I mean, it's just so rich and full. And so I would say, go there. And what's mm-hmm. great about Holy Yoga TV is that if you don't, you know, there's three components of yoga. So asana is just one of them. So if you want to just do meditations or if you just want to work on breath work, there are all sorts of different resources there for anyone to get involved in any way. So you can bite off what you want. You can go right for asana, you can have postures, you can go right for breath. So you can touch it and feel it and take a look at it. In there. And it's oh, a really good. low barrier to entry at 10 bucks a month. So ten dollars a month people that's that. crazy oh my gosh that's like a minister <laughs> okay so holy yoga tv or dot tv so it's holy yoga.net everything can be found dot there um, oh they can find a tv thing there's a drop too. down okay. menu yeah okay drop down menu okay. and you can sign up for our newsletters there we have um we have like two sort of components to holy yoga we're a holistic integrated company but one is the holy yoga global which does all the equipping in terms of yoga teacher training and specialty teacher training uh, so we do that in the global um, that's a for-profit entity and then our nonprofit is called the holy yoga foundation which does all of the soul care anywhere that you see the soul being cared for or enriched in any of our trainings it's by the contribution of the foundation. So the foundation is really about uh, creating community, supporting community, making sure that all of our instructors are equipped to activate in their communities so people can get into something really holistic and, and great and crazy in movement. So that's it. And then we do a lot of outreach uh, through the foundation and whatnot. So we do Bible studies and all kinds of fun stuff, but you can find absolutely everything there. There's, there's okay. so much to do over there. Yeah. So you can just check it out anytime if you're interested. We have a lot of, we have a lot of offerings for a lot of different things. Oh, amazing. It's so awesome. So awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations on everything that's happening. It's truly exciting. Yeah. And I know that you are, you are ready for another explosive um, season. I just know it. Like, just such I feel an it. Incredible thing. I feel it's it. So cool. Yeah. So cool. Thank you. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. It's thank so you. Awesome. And thank you for the opportunity to be with you today. And thanks to anyone yeah. who's listening because it really is like this came in my inbox and I was like, I'm taking advantage of everything. Yeah. Whatever's in my inbox today, I'm going to trust that's coming to me from a place of goodness and advancement. So if yeah. anyone's out there listening, like take advantage of what's today. There's yeah. only one day. It's today. So whatever comes your way, like ask for the blessing you need and then yeah. wait for it to come. And when it comes, don't miss it. Don't be yeah. so dang busy that you miss it. Right. Mm-hmm. So thank you for the okay. opportunity because I didn't want, I, I could have missed it. So thank yeah. you for You're reaching awesome. out. I could have missed it and I yeah. wouldn't have wanted to. So good. I don't reach out to a lot of people. It's, it's like very much uh, divinely orchestrated. So yeah, thank you, thank Brooke you. Boone. You're a wealth. You're just a wealth of treasure. Thank you so much for being on. And, and listeners don't even miss this opportunity to hook up with her work and all that um, is happening over there at holyyoga.net. And if you are looking for coaching, I have got the Profit Zone coaching program that is just in full swing. Amazing things are happening over there. So you can connect with that at Stacy. C 
SJCEYC.com, S-J-C-E-Y-C.com. We've got books for sale, um, how to get you out of the slavery and bondage of Egypt and into the promised land of Canaan. So all kinds of amazing things are happening. So stay connected. Thank you for joining us today. And we'll see you again next week. Don't forget to be the change you're hoping to see in the world. Until next time, peace out. Bye, Brooke. You're so awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank that was you. so fun. You need to come. You need to come through training. I think. Yes, I You're do. too excited. So I'm just gonna put it out there to you, girl. I'm so sad, I love, but I'd love to. I'd love to see you. So. Awesome, awesome. All right, dear friend. Well, thank you. Okay. I'm going to, um, will you let me know, or is that link already live? Because I'll send that yep. and we'll do like a whole social media thing with it. So Awesome. I sent it to your email already. Awesome. And then do you want to fix? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.